You're tuning in to The Anxious Creative and I am so glad you are here because as always, I'm really stoked about this topic. You know that I bring you topics each and every week to The Anxious Creative Podcast that I am passionate about, that I um, have lived through, that I have worked through, and I'm here to help you with not only your life, but your business and your relationships as well. So this week we're diving into what to do when social media makes you anxious. Like we live in a social media world. Lots of us, many of our friends, we've never even met in real life and yet we have these close connections and bonds. This is our our gateway to relationships with people now. This is also how we conduct our business and find new clients. And it's there's a really loud car driving by right now. This is a really high quality produced podcast. <laughs> if you're watching this on YouTube, you saw me give you a little the guns. Anyway, um, I'm so excited to walk you through what to do and how to navigate when social media makes you anxious because I've been there, you've been there, we've all been there, and I know how it feels to feel trapped in that feeling of like, I need this, but it drives me bonkers. And do you just quit a cold turkey? Do you put parameters? Well, friend, I'm going to answer all those questions in this week's episode. I overthink. I overshare and I overanalyze. So come explore with me as I chat about business, life, and relationships all through the lens of an anxious creative. Okay, so what the heck do you do when social media makes you anxious? When, like, and we feel like we live in a social media entrapped world where everyone, lots of our closest friends are on there. That's how we connect and stay connected with people. You know, if it wasn't for Facebook, would you ever see anyone's vacation pictures or your nephews and nieces growing up? Like, this is how we connect. And yet it can leave us feeling so anxious. It can leave us feeling like our lives aren't fascinating enough or exciting enough or that whole keeping up with the Joneses feelings. And even in business and in in career career, you can start to feel like I'm falling behind. And to be successful, I obviously need to be pursuing this because that's what these people are doing. And like, there's so much more. I I don't know if you're old enough to remember. Um, I remember when you just didn't know what other people were up to. And it was really, really nice. It was so nice because You weren't thinking, oh my goodness, you could stay in your lane and you could focus better, especially us squirrely people. You didn't get distracted with other people were doing or, and, and I see what happens so much is a lot of the social media anxiety comes from not knowing why people are doing things, but thinking you have to do it in order to keep up. Especially with like, you see that family over there or that person going on that amazing trip and you think, well, I need to, obviously I need to go on an amazing trip to make my life fulfilling, but you don't see that they have like an old beater of a car that they haven't fixed up and is like barely making it by because they put all their money there. Like that's a lot of, and and not to say that that's the case always, but what I'm saying is like, we all prioritize and sacrifice things, but rarely are people being like, so this is what I sacrificed in order to have this and this and this and this what I wanted. So I just want to keep that as a reminder for you, but I want to rewind back to so much of my story. And if you're, um, if you've been around here a while, you know a bit about my story, but if you're new, I want to rewind back to 2015 ish. So at the end of 2014, I packed up my whole life. I shut down my business, I sold my house and I moved to a new place without a plan. Like I literally landed and landed, I drove here, but I literally arrived in Calgary and didn't know what I was going to do for work and how to make money. And I remember sitting around and being like, well, maybe I go be an employee or maybe I do this. And just like, really like, I don't, I don't know. And I was 31 years old at the time. Like people are telling, like my friends 
are married and having kids and settling down. And I'm like, screw it. Let's sell my house. Let's quit my business. I'm 31 and I'm too young to like, you know, all this stuff. And people thought I was nuts. And when I first moved here, I was like, okay, when I just, when I figured out my plan, and if you want to hear more about that, go to a past episode. Um, but I figured out my plan. I was going to work from home because I want to control of, of my business and the atmosphere and how I interacted. And I remember thinking, okay, like I want to get busy fast. And my original plan was to get some business cards printed off and go downtown and on the street and just like walk around and introduce myself to people, connect with people. Because I knew over the, I think at that point I'd been doing hair for 15 years. I knew at that point what worked and what didn't work and how to get people in my chair quick. And then I started thinking, I remember saying to Nick, cause he's like, are you going to go? Are you going to go? And I was like, you know what? This Instagram thing's kind of like a big deal right now. And I think I could actually reach more people in a shorter amount of time by doing what I already know how to do offline, online. So I started using Instagram just the exact same way as I used to get clients before social media was a thing. And so I started using that and interacting with people and I was booked solid within 12 weeks. And it's not because of social media. It's because I applied what I knew how to do. And let me tell you, if you want to get booked fast and you want to bypass the trial and error, go get my client attraction playbook. You can get it at donbradley.com slash playbook. It's going to give you my entire playbook of how I got this, the seven steps. There's only seven. And actually after step four, it gets real easy, really, really easy. So go get the playbook. It's going to walk you through exactly what I learned through the trial and error, through the first 15 years of my career of building and rebuilding. I've rebuilt a clientele six times on three different continents. I know what to do. I know what I'm talking about. So I took these things that I knew how to do and what worked and I was going to go apply them face to face, but I decided to do them on social media. And so once again, I, within 12 weeks, I was booked months in advance. And then I was like, this is amazing. So I kept using social media and then I kind of got addicted to it. I started having huge success on it. I was getting some really cool opportunities and my life became consumed by it. And then I started watching other people do things and other people get opportunities and, or like I'd see a client and I'd like look at their stuff and I'd see that they got their hair done somewhere else. And I just started getting what, 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 what once was fun and exciting and thrilling and helping my business and teaching me to grow and giving me all these sorts of things all of a sudden became the source of my biggest fear, my biggest insecurities, um, and tons of anxiety and comparison. And when I ended up in the hospital with a stress-induced panic attack in 2016, I took a huge step back from social media. And I had had, I remember at one point, this is the most craziest thing. I remember at one point getting 5,000 new followers one day. Somehow a couple of my hair painting videos went viral. And over the span of like a week or two weeks, I got like 10,000 new followers. It was unreal. And like, I'm being honest with you guys. I have paid for follow followers in the past. I have a whole blog post about it. Um, I've paid, I think it was like $2.99 for 500 followers. And I bought them before I moved to Calgary because I wanted to have a thousand followers because I wanted to look more legit. I like had that mindset, like I'm way more legit if, if I've got at least a thousand followers. And so I get it. And like, I don't, I wish more hairstylists would talk openly about the fact that they bought followers. Like there's so many, there's so many. Cause in the beginning, that's what we did. And it was all this vanity stuff. So anyway, Back, back to what I'm chatting about. So after that panic attack, I was like, I needed to reevaluate my life. I needed to reevaluate how I was doing business. Was I just 
in this Instagram game because it stroked my ego. And then, you know, there's like a cycle and, and then I didn't like how competitive it was. So I just took a step back and slowed down and really everything came to a standstill and I stopped caring about the online world. And you know what? My business behind the chair was totally fine. It was totally fine. And it's funny because I've since, since then I've met a couple people who I really admire and I was like, Hey, I'm done. And they're like, yeah, I know who you are. They're like, I, you were like the first person who I, who I started following with hair painting. And I was like, Oh my goodness, that, that was so flattering. But I remember feeling like a complete fraud, a complete failure and stepping back because I had this stress induced panic attack. And so that's why I want to share with you, like the comparison and the jealousy and the anxiety that, that if, it, if that's how it doesn't happen to everyone. And if that's not happening to you, that's wonderful. But I'm talking to you if, if, if social media makes you anxious. And although it's like this, um, this scale of like, I, I don't want you to think that you need to rely on it solely. It's a wonderful tool, a wonderful tool, but it's not the only tool. And I remember one time scrolling on my phone and looking and like seeing like one of my friends being featured for something or getting a really cool opportunity. And then like 10 minutes later, after I got off my phone, I was like feeling this yucky feeling. And I was like, why am I feeling anxious? And I had to like retrace my steps and go back and be like, oh my goodness, I'm actually really jealous of that thing. And although I'm so happy for them, and although I'm really excited for them, I'm feeling really jealous. And not only jealous, but I'm feeling like their success is my failure. And that's a really hard, very few people will actually admit it. We see the nice, pretty posts of her success is not your failure. And, you know, um, we need to support each other more, but how many people are actually admitting that they've felt like a total failure? And so you guys know, I'm all about talking about my failures, exposing my insecurities, letting you know you're not alone in these things that you feel at all. And so I remember being like, I hate, I'm actually happy for this person, but I hate that I am walking away from this feeling like I'm less than, and I'm lacking because of it. I should be able to celebrate them and also still know that I'm worth it. And so that comparison and jealousy was a really hard thing for me to look deep into and navigate and realize it existed. I didn't want to admit that existed. Like, ugh, yeah, who wants to admit that they're jealous of someone? I don't, because then it's like, ugh, like if I tell you, if I tell you I'm jealous of you, then I'm exposing my insecurities of where I'm at right now. And nobody wants to expose their insecurities. It's not fun. And so the lesson I want to want to kind of go into right here is like just five key points. If social media is making you anxious, I want to walk you through five different things on how it can help you. If you don't want to, I don't, I see people go cold turkey. And if that's what you need to do, by all means, do it. Do what's right for you and know that you can have a thriving, successful business off social media. I know seven figure business owners that don't really do social media. And I also know people with crazy amounts of followers and are on social media all the time, struggling to pay their bills every month. So know that social media is a great tool and it can help you succeed and it can give payoff, but it can also not. And are you using it properly? Are you just addicted to it? Like there's so many factors. So I'm not saying not to use it, but if it's, if it's making your quality of life and your quality of business suffer, I want you to evaluate it. So things that have helped me and things that I want to pass on to you is set, oh, set a timer, set a timer. If you're going to go and scroll, put it on for 15 minutes, because I know I posted on my stories a few um, days ago about like, 
I'm in the anxiety spell of I know a spiral of I know I need to slow down and I know I need to get off my phone, but I can't seem to get off my phone. And then it's like now I'm gonna wait and see how many people watch this and relate to it and wait for validation. And I remember being like, oh my gosh, people are gonna roll their eyes at this, but I'm like, this is honest. This is true. This is what people actually feel and and go through. And just because I'm gonna be honest, people will shit on me for it but it's true. So I want you to set a timer when you're going to do it. And I'm going to get to another step later about things, but if you're just going to be scrolling and if you want to connect with people and you want to engage, because remember social media is social, you want to, the algorithm, whatever, however, I don't, I'm not one to teach an algorithm, but I know people say the algorithm rewards you if you're socializing with people, but I want you to set a timer and only give yourself so much time. And then the second thing I want you to know is that you can mute people and you can unfollow people. And the thing is, is I've muted some of my closest friends. I've muted people I really admire because of that whole, like, I don't like this is making me feel like, making me feel jealous. And I think the biggest thing for me learning about that, or I don't like that this is making me feel less than, or I don't like that, you know, like I'm happy for them, but it's leaving me with this yucky feeling and I don't like it. And it has nothing to do with them whatsoever. It has everything to do with me. And until I can can work through and get rid of that feeling. And a lot of it can be rooted in scarcity of feeling like there's not enough to go around. So their success means it's taken away from me and all of that stuff. So much of it is rooted in scarcity. And so many people do not want to admit it to themselves because it's a really not, it's not like the most beautiful thing to look at it yourself. It's like, I hate that I'm jealous. What we tend to do is look at those people and be like, I can't believe she's being like this. Or can you believe? And we kind of shit on them or, um, talk shit about them or gossip about them or like, can you believe, or I don't know. And instead of just being like, I'm totally envious and jealous. And so I want you to, I want you to know, or or people, what I'm guess I'm trying to get at is here. People won't always mute or unfollow because they feel like they need to keep up with everything and they feel the need to one up everything so that they don't fall behind. And if it's making, but then it just creates a snowball effect of more anxiety, more anxiety and more need to be on top and more need to stay in the know. And, oh, that person just did this. So I obviously need to do it. And that person just just did, did this. And it's really comes down to that scarcity and it waters down who you are. It waters down your business. If you're thinking of this in business and so mutant unfollow, and that has actually helped me stay focused. And then when I set my timer, I can go check out their feeds and like their stuff and consume their stuff, but know that you don't have to consume it all. You can mute and unfollow. And it doesn't mean you care about them less or you support them any less. And if someone's going to say you do, that's their insecurity. Next is know your success doesn't lie in these tiny little perfect squares. And I know we're all sick of hearing that it needs, you know, the curated feed and it needs to be this, this, and this. And if you look at my feed, it's really not that curated. Mine's real life. And there, you know, there's like two, there's different camps of like either just post what you should, don't care about the feed or care about your grid. That's what people first see. And there's no right or wrong way. And your success does not lie in, oh, well, does that picture fit the aesthetic or does does it picture? Yeah. Can it help? Absolutely. But your business and your life is so much more than these tiny little squares. And I want you to know that. And the next is I want you to take breaks. And I'm not just saying like walk away from your phone, like log off for the weekend. Twice a year, I go off grid for two weeks and it is amazing I literally turn my phone off, power it down and walk away from it for a week. And people are always like, how do you listen to music? I don't. We used to go camping and it was amazing to just 
log off for the week and then during Christmas break and it's like the first couple days you kind of feel twitchy and you go to grab your phone and then all of a sudden time slows down because you don't realize how quickly and how much you just waste an hour on social media and if you can take breaks as you know like you guys know I take the weekends off generally and I'll maybe pop on here and there, but I'm not putting workout. I'm not doing stuff, but I'll also log off completely. And I know people are like, well, that'll mess up the algorithm. <sighs> You're in the wrong place if that's what you care about here. I'm not the person who teaches so, 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 so. Yeah, sure. You can like play the algorithm. And, but if this is making you, and this is why I'm saying, if this is making you anxious, I'm not telling you what to do or not to do, but if it makes you anxious, Stop caring so much about the algorithm and start caring for yourself. Because what at the end of the day, is the algorithm going to, is it just a popularity thing that you're worried about? Or do you truly need to get new clients in your chair? Then yeah, play the algorithm all week long, but give yourself some days off. And I know so many people don't think of days off with social media. They only think of days off in the salon or days off at your job or wherever your office is. But I want you to think of days off from social media as well. And then lastly, I want you to focus on using social media, especially I'm talking business-wise now, to serve and create rather than to consume. And I have this quote where I said, consume, or, um, create, don't consume. If it makes you anxious, stop the scroll. Be really diligent with yourself. Be really conscious of it. Be aware of it and try to just create and put stuff out there. And yeah, I know they say engage and do all this stuff. And you can and that will help, but not at the cost of your health. So know that there's there's some amazing people out there that teach amazing social media stuff that if you're interested in growing and understanding social media, go check out their stuff. But I want you to know that if it's making you anxious, you don't have to. It's not the only path of, to success and you can still be hugely successful in what you do. And you can be huge. You can have a wonderful home life that you don't have to post about every single day. You know, there's lots of like lifestyle bloggers and you think, oh, like my laundry's not done every day and my kids aren't dressed up and perfect with no grass stains all the time. Right? Like it's, oh, it, you can, you, you focus on creating and serving for who your audience is and what your, what your point is or, or why you're even there instead of consuming. All right, I hope that has helped ease some of your anxiety around social media. Whether you need to just scale back, put a timer on, limit your use, or focus on creating over consuming. Whatever it is, I want to let you to know that I am here for you. I would love for you to shoot me a DM over on Instagram at Don Bradley Hair. Share with me what you took away from this episode. And if you're ready to grow your business outside of social media or on social media, go ahead and grab my client attraction playbook. It's totally free and jam-packed with all the best steps. There's only seven to how to grow your clientele effortlessly and quickly. It's exactly what I used when I built my clientele fit over and again in a city where I knew no one and within 12 weeks was booked months in advance. So you can go and grab that at dawnbradley.com slash playbook and you'll dive in. I can't wait for you to enjoy it. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, I would love it for your support to leave me a review subscribe, like, share, whatever it is. Let's spread this far and wide to help other anxious creatives out there live their lives and go through their businesses with less anxiety. All right. We'll see you next week, friend.